Hey boozers, welcome to Booze E Banter, a podcast where we take a topic and pair it with a drink. My name is Justin, and this week we're discussing situationships. <laughs> All right, so let's pregame. So today we have a boss ass bitch with us, a dual major student in communications and theater at Texas State University, San Marcos. Shout out to the Bobcats and a performer as well. Welcome, Janicia. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So um, thank you for being here with us. I know I really caught you on this topic on Twitter. Yes. Um, I saw the tweet and I was like, hey, this is a good idea for a podcast episode. And I was like, let me find out. She's down <laughs> to record. And so I think I, like, I'm going through my Twitter right now to find, find the tweet. Um, yes. Like, oh, here it is. No, wait. That was just me, like, praising you. Because <laughs> you had said, one thing about me, I'm going to push you to your closer... I'm going to push you closer to your purpose, yes. whether you want me to or not. I was like, yes, Janicia. <laughs> um, where is it? I think I remember what it said. It was like... It was like a genuine question. I was like, how do you avoid being in a situationship? Like, yeah. I said something to Yeah, to real that, question. But... How do you avoid a situationship slash your time being wasted? Yes. And I was like, boozers, we have another guest in topic chosen. <laughs> <laughs> I was real excited. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's something that we definitely should talk about, especially with our age, like mm-hmm. millennials in general. Like, I feel like we definitely suffer with this, especially with social media and all of that. Yeah. Um, so today, Janicia did choose our drink. We have the Sweet Poison Cocktail. And... I definitely want to get your thoughts on that. So how did you come across this drink? <laughs> um, I actually was looking at the, um, what's the, it's like, it has like some of the same ingredients, the Blue Hawaiian, oh. but this one had like a way better name. <laughs> yeah. And this one also, it was just, it has, uh, this one has um, Bacardi too. Yes. So I was like, ooh, but the name of it really caught me and I thought it related well to this topic topic because it's like sweet poison and i was like that's literally what it's like to be in a situationship like it's like almost perfect but it's so bad for you (laughs) my friend i was explaining this to my my coworker, and he's like late 30s and he was like so a fling and i'm like i don't think a fling and a situationship are the same thing they're totally different because a fling is like like you know the what you're doing. The one night stand, kind yes. of, or like, oh, we're gonna just you are in agree like agreement to like, what it's, it's going to be. Yeah, like this is what's gonna be, and we're gonna be done. Yeah, I tried to explain it to him. I had to pull out Urban Dictionary, so we're gonna get to that <laughs> in a little bit. So let's get to fixing this drink. So what you're gonna need is some light rum, a coconut cocktail, or I'm sorry, coconut rum. Um, so Janicia said how there was Bacardi. So I use Bacardi as the light rum, and then I use Malibu coconut rum. And then you can use blue Caraco. I don't know if I'm saying yeah. that right. Caraco. Yeah. And then um, pineapple juice. And if you want to be fancy, you can buy pineapple and make it like into a wedge for the um, rim of the glass. But since we're in San Antonio, Texas, we don't really do it <laughs> fancy like that. I got some chili powder yes, and some but... lemon lime salt and put that on the rim. So that's what we do here in San Antonio. So <laughs> to make this, what you'll need to do is get one ounce of the light rum, in this case the Bacardi, two ounces of the coconut rum, 
one ounce of the blue Curacao. And then you basically just top it off with the pineapple juice. So you're really gonna combine all those ingredients besides the pineapple juice into a shaker that you fill with ice. So you shake that up, you pour it into your cocktail glass, and then you fill the rest of the glass up with that chilled pineapple juice. And then of course, if you wanna garnish it, garnish it with whatever you'd like. So we made our drinks. This is gonna be the first time we actually sip it. It's been chilling in front of us for a while yes. now. So let's cheers. <laughs> Not bad. Okay, I thought it was gonna be scary. It's really good. It is good. Yeah, it wasn't too much pineapple. To it though. Mm -hmm. Mm Mhm. Mhm. It's good. I definitely see like how it can be a blue Hawaiian. Mm Mhm. Right. It tastes really similar. Tastes like it, but this one has pineapple instead of orange. I think. Right? Doesn't blue Hawaiian have orange? Does it? Does it? I feel like it does. Because I can't even touch those anymore because I have bad heartburn. Yeah, because it's like more... Yeah, I think it does have orange juice. <laughs> I'm over here like trying to search you now. <laughs> I brought like what was left over in the shaker and like the pineapple juice just in case we needed to top it off. But this came out good. So <laughs> yeah, this is a really, really good, good recipe. Um, I definitely recommend it. I'll put it on Instagram for you guys to find it. I'll put it on the Twitter as well. But... Like we mentioned, we do want to get into a situationship. So, Janicea kind of got into it a little bit. I'm going to pull up the definition in Urban Dictionary and go over a few. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can kind of talk about each one. <laughs> <laughs> so, there are three that I came across that I like. Um, the first one. So, again, coming from Urban Dictionary, a relationship that has no label on it. Like a friendship, but more than a friendship, but not quite a relationship. So, it says, me. Me and this guy have been talking for six months now. Friend, are you guys together? Me. It's like we're together, but we're not. It's more of a situationship that's happening. So when I explained that to my coworker, he was like, that's a fling. And I'm like, "Mm." no, because it's like you said, like a fling to me is like we hooked up once, maybe like a one night stand. And now like this is fun. Let's keep doing it. And it's not like, see, I think I can see how they would be like they can relate to one another because in a fling, even though you have this mutual agreement, you can still end up like someone is going to catch feelings or, you know, and then it can turn into a prolonged situationship. But I feel like a fling is like a shorter span of time. It's like the prequel to this situation, potentially. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a symptom (laughs) before you get the sickness, (laughs) the poison sets in. Literally, literally. (laughs) See, that's why we have the sweet poison, because it's cute at first, it's sweet, but then the poison sets in, and then it's dangerous. I'm ready for this poison. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It's real good. It's good. So the second Urban Dictionary definition... Situationship. Let's just chill, have sex, and be confused on the fact that we're not together but have official emotions for each other. Him and I are in a situationship. And that was posted June 10th, 2018. So this term has been out there for a while. The first one that I read was from 2014. That's crazy. So it's been out there. Um, Let's chill, have sex, and be confused on the fact. So (laughs) see, to me, that's almost like... Friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. But then it says official emotions for each other. 
And I think that's what sets it apart from friends with yeah. benefits because to me, friends with benefits is like, like you can chill with that person you can and not have feelings. The two. Yeah, you can be around them. You can do whatever you're doing. It is that you're doing, and still have those emotional limits. I guess I don't know. Some people really can do that, and it really shocks me. I'm like, if I'm being intimate with you, like, like your feelings, and I'm are sharing there. my time with you as much as like. I am, and emotionally, like, I'm definitely, You're going to no. catch. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, God, how do I want to put myself out there? <laughs> um, <laughs> let me, uh, so I'll say this. There was a time where I had a one-night stand, and it was a complete accident. I was out with a friend. A friend. Oh, no. And then... That happened. With your friend? With my friend. Oh, gosh. Yes. And we were kind of newer friends. We had just met that summer. We and this that. was like, oh, my God. This was maybe October, November. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to say what year. <laughs> <laughs> but so he and I got fucked up. We went back to his apartment and things happened. There's a whole lot more to this story, but Sheesh. we're going to keep it PG-13. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so after that... We kind of just left it alone. Like, we didn't talk about it. We just went about, like, being friends. Yeah. Um, we were into, like, playing this one video game together. Oh, God, he's going to know I'm talking about it. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't even think he listens. Whatever. So, <laughs> but, like, I would go over to his does. apartment all the time and, like, we would, oh, God. We, we would, like, I would rest on his arm uh-huh. or on his shoulder while we, like, played this game or watched whatever show that's cute and it was cool like it was cool like i would maybe stay the night but and like we would cuddle but that was it you know like we didn't kiss or anything like that yeah well as of lately i feel like he wants it to go back to like hey let's hook up again Mm -hmm. but i just i can't like no especially with what's happening in my life right now like it's just too much i and i I need more friends than yeah. more situationships. Yeah. Because I don't... I know that he's not looking for something because he kind of told me in the beginning when we are still becoming friends yeah. that he had contact with his exes, but that mm-hmm. but that he wasn't ready for something. Like, he still had them there. Like, hey, you know, potentially, like, I love you, but I don't know if I'm ready for something yet. So he didn't want to be with them. But then here I come in the picture, and he's just like, hey, you're not looking for anything either. And I could tell he kind of got off to that, like, because I was saying, hey, you know, we're on the same, like, wavelength. So then when that night happened, I was like, oh. You're like, oh, but not that, though. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like. (laughs) Not looking "Mm." for anyone, period. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Your boy has needs. But, like, I just, I don't want to cross that line with. Someone that I hang out regularly. Yeah. Because now it's to the point where, like, we're chilling, we're hanging out, but then, like, we're getting really close. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we got this whole ass couch, but you're right next to right, me. Right, yeah. Then I, like, I'm already, like, not okay with, like, touchy, mm-hmm. feely, like, unless I really like you and I trust you. Yeah. Then I'm cool with it. Same. Like, you wouldn't even notice. Same, that yeah. I had a thing against it. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's been kind of awkward now with Homeboy, but. I don't know. I haven't addressed it. I'm just like awkward about it. So I just haven't really hung out with Why? him Why? You should tell him. I really should. Yeah. I really should. And 
I had an episode on boundaries and I'm going against what I said. Like, I need to have that boundary of <laughs> exactly. being like, Exactly. Hey, you look. have to create that boundary with him. Like, all right, here's the deal. <laughs> like, yes, this happened. <laughs> yes. But like, not mm. anymore. We're not going back there. Yeah. And I feel real bad, Janice, because there was those times where, like, I was staying the night and, like, we would cuddle and, you know, I'd go about my day the yeah. next day. But, like, now I just don't feel like comfortable like yeah. staying the night so he'll be like it's late just stay like you're tired and i'm like no i'm gonna go no. home yeah and like it makes things kind of awkward and mm-hmm. i'm like but i don't handle awkward well and so i just leave <laughs> and then I pretend like the problem doesn't exist like it didn't happen yeah no like everything's fine <laughs> <laughs> so the next definition situation ship is kind of like a relationship but more of a situation so friends with benefits are in a situationship. People that are a thing, quote unquote, are in a situationship. Many people have situationships with an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. If two people are considered to be complicated, they mm-hmm. are most likely in a situationship. If someone isn't your boyfriend or girlfriend because of fear of being labeled, mm-hmm. they are definitely in a situation. Definitely. So it says... <laughs> they're they aren't even dating they're in a situation ship it's complicated i had a situation ship with that guy from miami last summer <laughs> that's one and then there's like two other examples remember that girl guy from the bar there's a situation there's a situation i'd like to forget <laughs> um she refuses to date until the divorce is final, so she and her guy friend are in a situation ship. Ooh, that's ahead of our time. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> a divorce. She refuses Sheesh. to date until the divorce is final, so she and her guy friend are in a situation ship. Oh, my goodness. That was posted in 2014. Wow. <laughs> that's interesting. I'm just like, see... This doesn't have to be a young person. Like, no. This can be It's not just with life. our... Well, that's fun. That's really interesting because a lot of times when I think about, like, being in a situationship, I, I think like about our age range. Like, when it's in your 20s to your 30s. Like, like in that awkward, like, maturity. Yeah, like, like, we're all, from... like, in the same space. But no, like, I feel like it, it definitely is universal. I think probably way less in, like, the younger generation, like, younger than us, because they're, like, super excited to be in relationships. Like, they're they're so happy to have, like, a boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, I remember in high school, like, everybody had, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and it was just, like... And the minute that it, they ended, like, the next They had another ended. one. Yeah. yeah. Like, damn, okay. <laughs> and the but next thing you knew, like, the same guy and the same girl had dated everybody within, like, your class. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're together now? <laughs> She's dated him and all his friends. And you're just sitting back like, well, if it didn't work with you and them, like, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> See, I was, I was the opposite. Like, <laughs> I really wanted to, like... I wanted to be in love so bad in high yeah. school. Like, I remember my freshman year, I was still struggling with, like, gay or straight. Mm-hmm. And I had a girlfriend who was in middle school. She was an eighth grader and I was a ninth grader. No. So maybe. Maybe different <laughs> high schools. I can't remember. But that didn't work out. And then sophomore year is when I actually tested the waters Ooh. and oh my god my parents <laughs> god they if you're listening to this i'm sorry mom and dad <laughs> but <laughs> so sophomore year 
I had, oh my God, these are kind of situationships. The early onset. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Beginner version. <laughs> so I was dating a senior at the time. Uh-oh. Sort of. Like it was very on the down low. Yeah. And he was like super into religion. And he, he was very like lustful with me. Mm. Like. You know, let's meet up and let's make out or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Why and are those always the ones? I'm like, don't you love God though? <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> so we met up and like we made out or whatever, but that was like the extent. And then afterwards I get a message like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, why? Uh- what happened? Well, it's against my religion, and, like, if we keep doing this, like, we're going to go to hell, and I care about your soul, and I care about mine, and I think we should just end this, and it's wrong, and I'm like, listen, I don't know what kind of God you love, but, like, mine doesn't, like, condemn people for just choosing love, like, Yeah. So. That's really extreme. Yeah. That's sad. So, that ended, and I went on to his best friend, (laughs) who's also a senior, his name was (laughs) <laughs> not gonna be named um but he was a senior very charismatic guy very out of the closet good and i wasn't oh what yeah so oh, i sheesh. went with the most out there guy and everyone knew yeah everyone knew. i mean if you choose the most you know charismatic and them, yeah and yeah. you're with them all the time like having lunch that's not gonna look like yeah that's not gonna look like Mm-mm. Just a normal friendship. What? Meeting up at his locker <laughs> and shit. Like, no, we're just friends. Right. Everybody Everyone's all, mm. <laughs> What kind of friends? <laughs> oh, my God. No, so, shit. Cat was out of the bag at that point. Yeah. My parents had taken my phone that year. <gasps> and they, oh, my God. They went through my text messages between... And, and mind you, like, I didn't know the religious dude was messaging me. Yeah. So, he had told me... So, after he ended whatever he he didn't want to do it he still texted you again (laughs) after he found out that i was like talking to his (laughs) so he messages me and he's just like you better not be talking to him to get back at me um he's a good person like i just think that's really wrong of you and i didn't have my phone at the time Mm -hmm. so i'm in class i get called to the office my parents are there (laughs) Mom and dad take oh, me out of class, my gosh. take me to Sonic and go and get lunch. And they're like, here's your phone. Read read the messages. So like the psycho I am, like <laughs> I lied out my ass. How? Um, How would you lie from that? So I was like, so they're a group of seniors. I'm in student council. I met them through that group. And um, <laughs> this religious dude... Um, Wanted to become friends, and I was like, and he was gay, and he knew that I wasn't. Oh, my <laughs> And gosh. I was like, and he thought that, you know, I was into him, but I wasn't. I'm just a friendly person. And so when he was trying to come on to me, I said no, and things got weird. So instead, I started hanging out with this other friend, <laughs> and he took it as me being spiteful. And my parents took it. Wow. Like, I know. That's actually pretty convincing. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> on the spot, girl. Because I was terrified of my parents. I wasn't ready to come out yet. Oh, my gosh. Do you think that they knew already? Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. I feel like the parents always know before. (laughs) My brothers knew when I told them. I came out to my brothers before my parents. Family always knows. Like, they just spend too much time with you. Yeah. Like, because I knew since, like, elementary school, which is weird. Like, but I knew. Yeah. It was just different. But, like, 
at that point, I was like, well, it could go either way. <laughs> like, <laughs> high school. You're like, eh. I mean, I did date another girl sophomore year, and she went. She was a senior, another senior, um, at <laughs> another high school, and she was a cheerleader, and she had came to my birthday party, Aww. and we're in my swimming pool, and she, like, we're kissing, and she grabs my hand to, like, put on her chest, and yeah. I, like, freaked out. Uh. <laughs> I was just like, no, 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 like, my family's here, I can't do it, I can't do it, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then after that, it just, it's weird. And I was like, damn, yeah. like, You're fucking like, gay. Probably don't like her. <laughs> don't uh, like girls. And me and her are still friends, so she's cool, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucked. <laughs> but, I don't know, like, what are some... If you feel like sharing, yeah. what are some situationships you found yourself in? Um, oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> the list. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, no, seriously, because I've only had one real, like, official relationship. Really? It lasted for a really long time. Like, well, to when me... Did, like, how old were you when it started? Oh, I was, like, fresh out of high school. It was during high school and when I got out of high school. Okay. Like, it started my senior... It started my junior year. Damn. Yeah, and then it went to, like, the end of my freshman year of college. So, okay. like, a good, like, three years, three and a half, somewhere around there. And, like, those are, like, the, it was, like, the age of, like... It's a very formative it's like, time. Yeah, such a formative time. So, like, when I got out of that relationship, I was, like... Not really trying to be in another one. <laughs> You're like, I'm good. I was like, I'm free. But yeah. I was very, I was hurting, but I was healing and just figuring things out because I really didn't know who I was either at that point. Anyways, that's a whole You're different. You're finding yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole different subject. But that was like <laughs> my only like official relationship. I'm 23 now and I've just been in situationships since then. <laughs> But honestly, Denise, oh, like, I can tell you, like, I swear, like, I'm so fucking wise and old. Like, <laughs> I'm only two years older. Um, I guess technically three. But my serious relationship started my fresh high, senior year. Senior yeah. year of high school. And, like, from the beginning. Because I think I met him that summer. Yeah. And then all throughout my entire senior year. And then that was kind of off and on. And then continued into my freshman year of college. For the whole year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the second semester that I was really doing just me. Yeah. Which was good because, like, he stayed in San Antonio and I was in San Marcos because I also went to Texas State. Yeah. And I was living on campus in one of the dorms, Brogdon, <laughs> right next to the Commons Dining Hall. And um, I made good friends. Yeah. Like, lifelong friends. Yeah. In that short amount of time because we were just hanging out on the regular, like... Legit just talking, like, because we were all living on campus, so we yeah. didn't have jobs. Of course. <laughs> Not all of us did. Some of us didn't even have cars there. So it's like, if we wanted to do something, it was just like, like us effort. getting together. Yeah. And like maybe watching Netflix in one of our dorm rooms. I love that. So I got super close to these people, and um, they even met my ex and like saw how we interacted and everything. Mm-hmm. And after that, after it ended, like, I was really just trying to, like, numb the pain mm-hmm. by, like, putting in other people. Yeah. Like... It's, like, a combination. Like, once you get out of a relationship, it's... I feel like it's a combination of trying to numb the pain that you feel and then also to, like, fill a void of the person that, like, is gone now. Like, that Because placeholder. they were, like... They took up so much of your time 
Like, I know, like, in my relationship, like, just on a day-to-day basis, like, he took up a lot of my time. And, like, (laughs) it was just, like, when you lost that person, it was, like, your best friend was gone, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was, like, trying to fill the void of, like, someone being gone, too. But also trying to numb the pain. Like, that is such a horrible place to be. And distract yourself, too. Yeah, and distract myself. Yeah, and he, like, was already, like, moving forward. And I was, like... How did you know? Oh, goodness, because people People were telling me. They would send me. They would send me the info. They would send me screenshots. They would send me pictures (laughs) of, like, him and the girl out. And then also, like, the girl would, like, post on her, um, like, social media. Mm. Yeah, people would send me screenshots from... Because I didn't have her, but, like, all of the, like, the other people did. They would send me, sometimes strangers. I'm like, how do y'all know? But, like, me and my ex were, like, pretty vocal about being together. So, like, people just were, quote-unquote, looking out for me. But in, yeah. in, like, the long run, I wish that they didn't tell me anything. Like I wish I didn't even know. Yeah, this that, is like a PSA happening. for everybody. Yeah, please. If any, if you know anyone who's going through a breakup, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and you know their other person has decided to move forward with someone else, do not send them anything about the other person. Like just let them heal in their peace. And let them know that they made the right choice. Like, continue to do you. How can I be there for you to help you through this process? But I think it's a really shitty thing to, like, show their ex to them doing whatever it is that they do. That they're doing. And bringing it up constantly. Because, like... Like, I'm trying to forget them. I'm trying to move forward in my own right. And you're, like, bringing up this person that I want to forget now. Like, yeah. That was the worst. But, okay. Back to situationships. Um... My favorite one that I like to talk about. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, we met through mutual friends and it was like, honestly, we were just really cool. He was like a really funny guy and I like funny guys. So that's kind of how like that came about. And it really started as like a genuine friendship. Like it was weird. Like I met his family. Oh, we no. had, I know we had all went to like. Um, Hills and Dells here. I love and Dells. <laughs> and I met his, it was his uncle's birthday and his uncle was turning like 40 or something. <laughs> so we were like, we were out for that. And that was the night that like, we, that was like the first time that we decided, oh, let's have sex. So that is when it really so it was began. after drinks. Yeah, it was after drinks. Damn. Oh, that'll see. do it to you. Um, but it's not like I didn't have the thought before. Like I thought was he was there. attractive already. Like I was already interested in him. Um, and like at that point, I really wasn't. At that point, I don't think I was really looking for anything. So for you, it was serious? Just fun. Yeah, it was just fun, and I really like wanted to leave that night there. Like I was like, okay, and that happened, did. but we're good. Like we can still be friends and be fine, and. We end up not leaving that night there because now we had, like, this attraction to each other beyond, like, just being friends and, like, being able to joke around. There's a physical Yeah, and then as time went by, I, like, started to have feelings for him. And he started to have feelings, too, but they just didn't match mine. Um, But this went on for, like, a little over a year. Like, that's how long. And every time I would be, like, ready to, like, 
stop talking to him, I would send him like a full on like long book, like a paragraph and be like, I would tell him like why I couldn't do it anymore. Like, cause you know, I'd be like, you know how I feel about you and us continuing this. Like I can't even control myself when I'm with you. Like to be like, no, or have boundaries. Cause we've already passed all the boundaries. So it's like, why would I set boundaries now that we've already like <laughs> skirted past all of them you know so yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like i just can't like go backwards at this point like it's we've like already done all the deeds yeah. yeah like once you cross the line it's just hard to be like well now we're not even gonna sit next to each other this close because like it's just like it's so stupid like what i've seen you naked <laughs> like so that situation ship lasted for a long time and Seriously. it just ended up it ended up being very hurtful and it's just not healthy for you. It's it really wasn't healthy at all. It started off so innocent though. You know, like it started off like, oh, this could be good. And like I feel like when you're in that position, it just kind of like you kind of like, um, I don't know, what's the word? Like convince yourself that like cause um as time was going by, I was I feel like I convinced myself like, hmm, he's like he's a really funny person, he's smart. Like, he's already, like, he has, like, he's passionate about, um, he's passionate about, like, personal training. And that's what he wanted to do. And, like, when I would talk to him, it went from being, like, this is my friend and I'm, like, rooting for you to, like, I could imagine this future with you. You know, like, you just slowly, like, convince yourself, like, this person could be in my life for, like, the long run. Like, you start to pick out all their qualities. And I was like, how did I get here? Like, this didn't start this way. I wasn't even looking for anything in the beginning. And we were, like, cool on that. Yeah. Like, we knew we had goals that we wanted to accomplish first before, like, being serious. But we were also like, well, if anything happens. Like, we obviously had, like, conversations along the way. And we're like, well, if it happens and it happens and we'll... We'll just see how it goes. We'll, and I we'll think that's the biggest, yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that like guys can do to avoid commitment. And like even women, we do that to avoid commu- commitment too. Is just like, oh, I'm just seeing where it goes. We'll just see what happens. Like we're just going with the flow. And it's like, no, if, if you want, you know, if you know what your end result is going to be, you want a relationship, you're going to be very direct about that in the beginning, like, or whenever you finally feel that way, like, you should be like, no, this is what I'm looking for now. Like, if you can't, then, yeah, if you can't, yeah, yeah, exactly. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I don't okay. even want to talk about what's going on. <laughs> it's horrible because it's, it gets like difficult to talk to the person about that one thing. Yeah. Like I know like there was so many times, like numerous times where like we would bring it up and brushed like brush past it very slightly. Like it, it would be both of us who would change the subject. Like, cause we didn't actually want to talk about it cause it would get awkward. It would get too hard to talk about. So we would just be like, um, well, we're going to tiptoe around it. And yeah. then we just would never end up like actually discussing like what needed to be discussed. Yeah. And I think it's because, and I, at the end of this, like when the situation ship with this guy ended, um, between him and I, like it was like, it was, it was like sad. <laughs> and I think that's what we were trying to avoid the whole time, like losing each other in, in each other's lives 
because like we weren't just like friends, but we were like more than that. But we didn't know what we were. We didn't have like we didn't know, but we knew, you know, like yeah, it's no. weird. And that's why you tiptoe around it. Yeah, because you, know, because like, you don't want the person to be gone like out of your life forever. You kind of like the role that they're playing mm-hmm. and you like the role that you're playing. So it's like you don't want to like just lose each other completely. But, you know, like even if they did stay a big part of your life, like it would be it would just be super difficult and it wouldn't even feel like, you know, like, I don't know. Almost like you're wasting time. Yeah. It's just a waste of time. That's what it is. Yeah. It is a time eater. And like a friend of mine had pointed out (laughs) when I was in a situation um, (laughs) that I'm blocking potential partner yes oh my gosh okay i remember telling um a different guy that i was talking to like why do we call it that talking to like it's been a year why are we still just talking but i remember telling him like that to like get back at him like i was like um well i can't keep doing this with you because i'm now just blocking potential others from entering my life and treating me the way that I want to be treated like I re- I would remember like telling him that because I wanted him to feel me like yeah. I was like you could do so much better and you're like wasting my time and like with that one we were on the same page of what we wanted he yeah. just couldn't take the plunge to ever like get a title like uh, why was he afraid of just like a title we were already doing everything that like a couple would do. yeah so it was like why can't you just be like, this is, you're my girlfriend. Like, and he knew that's what I wanted too. So it was like, just really dumb. Like, I don't, I still don't know why that was the way he was operating, but he also had just like gotten out of a relationship and I'm pretty sure that had a big part in it. Absolutely. (laughs) For sure. So like, like that definition that we read, there was a divorce situation. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like, <laughs> you know, somebody gets out of a relationship. Yeah. You're there coincidentally. You fill this void for them. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it goes both ways. You know, yeah. They're feeling a void for you. You're feeling and you're feeling. Yeah, them. exactly. And it's just like, it starts off innocent. You know, we're just friends. You make yourself clear. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hey, whatever. We're just, yeah. Yeah. And then later down the line and i think this could happen with any friend like you start to see like your friend as like they have these really good qualities i'm spending a lot of time with them i could see myself with this person and i feel like that can happen with any friend yeah you know what i mean especially if they're of the sex that you're attracted to yeah exactly that you can always kind of romanticize things and say like hey well you know i could see myself with this or i wish i had somebody like that but then once mm-hmm. you start acting on that, <laughs> that's when the line is crossed. Mm-hmm. And once that line is crossed, you go from like, okay, friends is now behind us. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, we're either going to become something or these behaviors need to stop now. Like we need to nip it in the bud and and talk it out and maybe we could go back. And that's the part that is like, the that's what keeps us in these situationships. I, I like, that's what I feel is because Both when you get- don't do it. Yeah, when you get to that point, you know, like, it's not going to be the same, like, and you just don't want to, to be honest, like, you just don't want to nip it in the bud or, like, add boundaries. Like, I knew, like, I'm having sex with this guy, and I started to catch feelings, and he knew, and we tried, we actually did try to, like, stop, but, like, we didn't place any boundaries, 
And so, yeah. And so it was just like, yeah. And so when we did try to place like a boundary, it was like, what is this? (laughs) Like, no, I don't, I didn't like it and he didn't like it. And so we just got rid of it. There's, um, I'm going to read this post because, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Instagram is pretty similar to Pinterest now. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, you can save posts, right? And then mm-hmm. you can make little boards. Oh, I love. So I've made so many boards. And one of them is boundaries. <laughs> so there was one that I came across and I was like, oh my God. Um, okay. I'm going to find it. Don't worry. <laughs> it was like, it shouldn't be. Um, there was such a good one. Oh, you know, I, it's from the millennial therapist. Oh my gosh. Do you follow her? <laughs> no, you but these to. names, I'm like, oh my gosh. This is recovery millennial therapist. <laughs> Listen, I don't have any problems, okay? I'm doing just fine. <laughs> I have all these boards for like self-help. <laughs> no, I love that. I love self-help and... When I had got out of that long relationship, like, I realized that he was very narcissistic. Like, he literally, he was. Oh, here it is. Okay. Boundaries. We need to stop seeing boundaries as a form of rejection and instead as a means of communicating and understanding each other's needs. Mm. If we see boundaries as rejection, we are less likely to implement them and more likely to be offended by them. Ain't that shit on point? Wow. I'm going to send this to you. (laughs) Yeah, please please send that to me. It's just a good reminder. like, That's why I I always try to save these because I'm like... Those are... Yeah, those are good. It's things easy to forget. We need to stop seeing boundaries as a form of rejection. Mm -hmm. Because it's not necessarily... I mean, a form of rejection would be like, I don't like this, stop. Yeah. But... Boundaries Boundaries are, we're doing this so that we're protecting ourselves. It's literally just to protect yourself and the other person like not just you it's like to protect you the other person your mental like because honestly yeah i mean because it says it's a means of communicating and understanding each other's needs so like if i want to set boundaries with somebody it's because i legitimately care about care about them yeah like whether it's friendship or intimate or what have you yeah professional like i I am telling you this because I want this relationship I want it to, flourish. to flourish. Yeah. I don't want it to end. So respect this and we'll be good. And we'll be you fine. Know? Yeah. And it's not that I'm rejecting you. It's just me telling you like, okay, for example, um, a friend uh, and I weren't talking for some time mm-hmm. and this friend was telling me about all the fun he or she or <laughs> yeah. was having in our time apart. And that hurt me because I was forcing myself to have a good time, but I wasn't. Like, deep down, I was, like, really, really upset. And so I had to tell this person, like, hey, please don't tell me that. Yeah. That's hurtful. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. And I was like, I need you to not tell me how happy and great of a time you had when I wasn't there knowing that I wasn't wasn't. Yeah. And this person was like, oh, well, you know, I just wanted to tell you how my time was without you, but okay, I get it. So it's like, they respected what I was saying after making a slight comment, but like, still respected what I was saying, and then we were able to continue the conversation after that. Yeah. So it's just like, they didn't take it as rejection, I hope, (laughs) but it was like me saying, look, this is damaging me. Yeah. And I don't want you to hurt me. I don't want 
me to see you as a person who's hurting me. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's not your intent. Yeah. So know this. You are hurting me. Mm-hmm. Like, stop what you're doing. Because I know that's not what you mean to do. Yeah. So it's not so much a form of rejection. But I mean, like, it's hard because when we get into these situations, it's like you said, it feels good. Yeah. For both parties. For only It, it feels reasons. good. And it seems like it would be promising. Yeah. Like, there's potential. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That word right there. Like just falling in love with potential and like seeing potential in someone or in a relationship with someone. But it's like you cannot fall in love with potential because that's not going to carry you. Like that is not going to carry you because it's just literally like this is what could be. It's it's what could possibly maybe happen. In your own head. In your own head. (laughs) (laughs) Without the other person involved. Like, it's uh, just... Like, the way that I see it is, like, when I get into those states of mind (laughs) where I'm starting to put on my rose-colored lenses and I'm romanticizing Literally me. All the time. Like, I have to think of, what if I was telling the person involved... All, all of this oh my gosh yes they would probably be like bitch you're fucking crazy <laughs> like, you need to calm down. please calm down and then, like, no no I no through i'm like okay like they don't feel the same way yeah because if they did i wouldn't be so scared to share these things with mm-hmm. them. and like oh i like that that's good like it kind of it's always good to like kind of put yourself in their position in their shoes yeah then it's just like it's embarrassing. It is. Because, I mean, like, yeah, you see a future. You're like, okay, they could be a good father to my kids. Literally. Like, we think so far house. ahead because of small things that they show us now. And, like, hmm, well, this could match. You, like, mold them to match, your like, your dreams and, like, what you <laughs> see for your future. But it's, like, what about what they see for their, their future? Lives. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, I have a lot of fun with that person. They're just going about their day not knowing, like, what the fuck they're doing to you. Right. You're just at home, like, mascara running down your face. Yeah. Like. Golly. Oh, God, Janicia. Oh, <laughs> shit. That shit that we find ourselves in. I think that's the best advice both of us can give you all listening. Do not go after somebody who just got out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good for either one of you. Yeah. Especially if you're just trying to be friends from the beginning. Like, it will fuck you up both sides. Yeah, if they just got out of a relationship, you can be there for them. You can comfort them. But you definitely need to set boundaries. And you 100% need to be realistic with yourself and with them about the situation. If it happens to progress or if your mind happens to, like, go into, like the bachelor land and like the all the see all the roses and like hearts because it's not like gonna be glitter and gold like they still need to heal they still need to be alone for i've i have like a strong believer that everyone who has just exited a relationship should be alone for a certain amount of time and when i say alone i mean like not fucking anybody not talking to anybody, not having someone there trying to like fill the void of like the person they just broke up with or who broke up with them, but just filling themselves out, filling out their own vibes and like learning themselves again. Because when you get out of a relationship, you have to, yeah, you have to refine yourself and like figure out what you like because you, you spent so much time like catering to someone else. And their needs and like their wants. 
So and you put yours on the back burner. And you put yours on the back burner if you're a good person in a relationship. Some people don't do that in relationships. <laughs> but if you are a good person, you will end up coming out of the relationship like that, which you shouldn't. Like you should still cater to yourself. Let's not let's not make that the, the yeah you're not <laughs> see because i think like the best relationships are when you're truly just supporting each other each other like they hey, should be giving too you shouldn't come out of a relationship feeling like completely drained yeah like i gave all. everything i have and they didn't like you should not come out of a relationship like that it should be like Nothing mutual yeah i think um i've said this before like my ideal relationship is with somebody who just wants to see me reach my goals. Mm-hmm. Like, who just wants to see me truly happy. Um, and I feel like that makes... That's, like, the best foundation for a long-lasting, healthy relationship. It's not about lust. It's not about looks. It's not yeah. about, like, hey, where are you in your career right now? It's, like, where do you see yourself? Where do you want to go? And can there? I help you get to where you want to go? Yeah. And, like... Yeah, that's that's where my mind goes. And I think that, like, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I'm too far ahead for you. Because I'd be talking to some people, and I'm like, ooh, baby boy. You got some growing up You do. are not there yet. Like, my mind automatically, when I'm thinking about talking, like, maybe being in a relationship with somebody or figuring out if they might be the right fit for me, my mind automatically goes to, what is what do you see for your future? Like, what do you want to do? Or what are you most passionate about? That's the biggest question. Yeah. And then when they tell me about, like, the stuff that they want to do. Some of them don't even know what they want to do. And I'm like, you, how don't you know what you're like passionate about or what you want to end up doing later in life? And that's a big red flag for me. Cause I'm like, you still have work to do on yourself. But when they tell me, I have to make sure it like lines up with what I want to do too. Yeah. Cause I can't just like, I'm not going to lie and be like, I'll support anyone with anyone, like anything they want to do. Like some things I don't see. Yeah. Some things I don't see myself like being a part of in their future. So I'm like, you know what? Like we're probably not a good fit. Might as well say that now than later. Like, yeah. And that's what's so hard for people like, like you and me. Cause I feel like in the beginning, we know that we're direct. We know what we want. We know how to communicate. But then when it comes to like, setting boundaries for that person that we're into yeah it's like all that shit goes out the door exactly and then we're just kind of like i got my rose colored lenses <laughs> on let me grab my clown makeup my red wig where's my red nose i'm gonna put my clown outfit on here we go again let's go where my shoes at yeah, let me lace them up clown degree certification <laughs> i can blow up balloons real cute like <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I start these conversations and I'm just like, damn, I sure did put on my clown makeup. I, like, yeah, I came, I, I came ready. ready. I came ready. Like, I, know. I came with the wig on. Like, <laughs> there was no pulling it out of your This shit was on. It was on. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it, you knew I was playing from the beginning. <laughs> damn. I mean, my friend Joey were always like, you shit like that. Like, damn, I sure did pull out my clown outfit. Oh my God. It's just like, because we know better. We really yeah. do know better. We know. And then it's just like boundaries fly right out, out the, the window. window. Sometimes, though, sometimes I haven't been as direct as I should be. Like, I have walked into some, or maybe I was direct at that time, like when I first met them and how I felt in that moment. But as time progressed, I changed 
you know, like I progressed. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I want something different now, but I just didn't ever communicate that. And, Mm. but that's how I felt like inside. I was like, I want something else now, but I couldn't like tell them now that that I changed what I wanted, you know, like maybe out of like fear to like disappoint them. Oh. I mean, but it's better to tell them. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, now I'm like, Like I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to let you know what I want. So, like, now Mm -hmm. the the space that I'm in is like, I want a relationship. That's what I want. I want something that can grow and progress and, like, something. Yeah, something that I can invest into and know that it's going to be solid you know like i want something that's gonna like be for the long term is what i want and like i know that now so that's what i go into like that's what i go into pursuing i don't even pursue people but like if i'm pursued that's one of the main things i make clear i'm like well, are you ready for something serious? Because I'm not like, here to like, like I'm young, but like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Because I'm not like, I don't, I can get sex anywhere. Like yeah, that's so not that's something not. that's on my mind. And I'm not here to like, just be wasting my time. Like I don't want to talk to another person for a year, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it just end. Cause yeah. I've done that with two people. And it's like, that is a lot of time. Like, and, like, I just went through things just talking to them, not even being, like, in a committed, yeah. titled relationship. Like, I went through things. I felt things still the same way I would have felt if I was in the relationship with them. Yeah. Future. So, I'm like, I don't want to go through that. I want something that's going to be stable and secure. Which is fair. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like, so I'm, like, the same. I never really go out of my way to date or like meet somebody it yeah. just kind of happens mm-hmm. and i prefer that like i would For prefer sure. it happen happening naturally as opposed to like me being on tinder yeah. or something like that which is not, nothing wrong nothing with that. wrong yeah but like for me i just wanted to be natural. natural i wanted to be from a state of like in this moment there's attraction or in this moment i just want to get to know you yeah i think that's the best way to start out like i just want to know you i just want to see who you are yeah Yeah. and i'm like like if you genuinely want to get to know me like that's cute as fuck that is cute (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and that's how i've started out with some people like like that have asked me like hey well why did you hit me up and i'm like honestly like i just want to know you like you seem really cool like i like what you're about and so then i get to know them and sometimes it works and now they're my friends sometimes it doesn't and we're just people that met up once and that's it yeah and i mean there's a guy that i talked to i want to say maybe before halloween last year and um it was so brief and he said but like i i liked how his posts were on his, mm-hmm. um facebook they're very like introspective, very much about like self growth and like yes. meditation. And, I love that. I love that too. So I was like, dude, if you're about that, like that's where I'm at in this point of yeah. my life. And I feel like if you're at this vibe, you're gonna attract people better at that vibe yeah. too. Oh yeah, that's a major thing. That's what please I mean. okay insert note. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you are what you attract, and you will attract what you are. Like. Wherever you're at in your journey in life, that's that's what you're going to attract. Not saying that that's only thing you're going to attract, but, like, 
you will attract like the this is gonna sound weird but like the vibration that you're vibrating yeah Yeah. you're gonna attract that people don't really and like i don't even care anymore janice to be honest like whether people think it's weird or not like i 100 percent believe in like if you're vibing at this frequency of like love or forgiveness respect like you bring that in that yeah and like I've noticed it with myself because I freaking hated my job not that long <laughs> ago. But then I realized, like, hey, like, there's a lot to be thankful here. Yeah. And then I realized, like, being in a state of, like, gratitude is the opposite of being in a state of anxiousness. Mm. Like, you can't vibrate the same, those two no. things at the same time. No, in the same, no. You just can't. So it's just, like, when I start getting anxious, I'm just like, wait, like... There's a car accident right in front of me, and now I'm late to work. And I'm just like, hey, wait, maybe I'm supposed to be late to work. Yeah. Like, maybe this is a good thing. Like, unfortunately, it's a car crash, and that sucks. But, like, this is impacting me in this way. And maybe it's meant to be for my better better self, you know? Yeah. So, like, now that I've been in that mindset, in that state of mind, people have told me, like, you're just such a happy person. Like, you seem so (laughs) genuine. You seem so positive. And I'm like... This is a choice. Yeah. It's a choice every You literally, day. yeah, you have to choose to be that way. If like, you're moment. not ever just going to wake up and be like, oh. I'm happy about everything that's going on in my life today. Like, no, we're all going through things. Like, we're all facing our own internal and sometimes external battles. And you have to choose to be happy. Like, you choose how your day is going to go. And how you're seeing And how you're going to react. You choose, Yeah. How you're yeah. going to see. Because it's like, you know, you can choose to be like, fuck, I have to go to this job, be there eight hours. But then you can also choose to be like, I get to go to this job. I get to go to you this know, job. I applied here. I got hired. Like, I get paid. Like, what I have is because of this job. Like, yeah. am I busting my ass? Yes or no? Like, do I like it? Am I doing anything to, like, find something else? Yeah. No, then it's my fault. Or... Like, am I doing anything to get somewhere else? No, it's my fault. Like, yeah. So it's like, it's it's all in like your choice of thought. Like you have to choose to think about it a certain way. Yeah. And I think like with situationships, we all kind of think of the potential, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think like the best advice that I can give myself is really like put myself in the other person's shoes and like... Or, or just be in the state of, like, if I were to share these personal thoughts and feelings with that person, how would they react? Mm-hmm. And I, I can... And how would swear, I feel when I feel comfortable to share? Yeah, yeah. After, after I share all those deep feelings, like, I know <laughs> they're probably going to be like, no, I don't feel the same. I'll be like, sir. <laughs> yeah, just like, there's the door, you know? <laughs> it's like, if, when I think about it like that, I'm like, dude, I'm just kidding myself, like... I'm just kidding myself. I'm putting on these rose-colored lenses. I'm seeing it for what I my heart wants to see it mm-hmm. for. And, like, that's the hardest thing, aligning your, your heart and your mind. Yeah. And I feel like I've struggled with this so much lately. Like, my heart wants this, so I'm going to follow that. Because, like I said for this year, like, I'm going to wear my heart on my sleeve, and I'm not going to be afraid of that. Yeah. Because I said... You know, I've been through heartache before. I've been through heartbreak before. Yeah. So why why can't I go through it again? Yeah. Like, I'll be just fine. So I've been putting myself out there, getting heartbroken, getting, you know, just pain out of situations. And then I talked to Ray Mike, who was on <laughs> another episode, and he told me, what you're doing 
isn't that physical harm to yourself? Now you're doing emotional harm. Yeah. And he was like, knowing that you still deal with need to protect yourself. Yeah, like you're you're putting yourself through emotional pain. Mm-hmm. And he was like, which leads into mental illness. And mm-hmm. he was just like, that's dangerous, what you're doing. And I'm like, fuck, like I really thought like me wearing my heart on my sleeve was, was like going to better you, yeah, or, like, courageous or something like that I could do. But it's just like, there's nothing wrong with having boundaries. There's nothing wrong with having, I wouldn't say so much a guard, but like Mm -hmm. more of like a a vetting system. Yeah. You know, is this person worth my time? Like you said. Yeah. Do. It's really interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because I kind of did this sim, a similar thing this year. Like I was um, talking to someone not too long ago and it was like one of the year long ones that I was just in a situation ship with. And when that ended, I decided like, I like met someone new not too long after that. And I decided, well, if I'm going to pursue anything with someone else, then I'm going to not operate out of fear because I feel like a lot of like this past year, um, talking to the other guy, like, I I was in, I I was fear very fearful so it very it influenced me a lot in like a lot of the de- de- decisions I would make yeah. and like ways that I would act and um, how I would hold back mm-hmm. and I was like I'm not gonna be able to even have a, a, like a good healthy relationship um, or like a prosperous one if I'm holding back or if I'm like moving in fear all the time like fear of being hurt so I'm not gonna do this or I'm not gonna say this because. I'm like fearful that it's not gonna work out or that um what the the whatever yeah so and that's how I was Mm -hmm. with that one that's that's not at all why it ended but that is something that I took from it and so that's interesting that you said that because that's kind of how I felt but like that one's like a little more specific than like I'm gonna wear my heart on my sleeve (laughs) but yeah I I don't know I mean because when I said that it was because I had gone out of a where it came from was I got out of a relationship that was about a year and a half and Mm -hmm. the guy that I was with lived in Houston and I lived I live here in San Antonio and we're in a point in our relationship where he wanted to leave Houston and move here and for me I was like this is a decision that we're both making yeah like you're about to uproot your whole life everything that you've developed and grown and and established there and you're going to uproot that, leave it behind, and then try to start all over again. And I'm like, for me. And I'm like, and if it doesn't work out, that's on me. Because I said do it. Yeah. Like, and that was too much pressure for me. I was like, one, I'm not in the right headspace. Like, I'm still going through shit from my past. And I was... I just had high hopes for him that, like, you know, maybe my family loved him. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, my family loves you, so I should love you. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, look, I'm just not emotionally ready. Yeah. Like, if I was ready, I would not be so scared for you to uproot your life and come here. If exactly. Anything, I'd be like, hey, we're in this You're together. like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to make sure you move here and you create everything. You- no, but I was more of like, oh, I can't do this to him. Yeah. Like, and so at that point, I was like, I'm just I'm not ready. So I had to cut it off. And then after that... I told myself, because I had been relationship to relationship to relationship until him and that had lasted so long. Great guy. 
Um, yeah. But after that ended in April, I told myself, I'm going to be single for a year. Mm-hmm. And I've already gone back on that. Not because <laughs> I have been in a relationship, but because I did try to date and it ended up bad in a, in a way that I realized, like, <laughs> I worked so hard on myself from April into, like, like June. Yeah. Um, which isn't long, but it's when a, I was doing all that inward work, I was learning a lot about myself. Like, yeah. why am I the way that I am? Like, my inner child. Like, what healing do I need to do? Like, exactly. What conversations do I need to have with my parents right now because of, like, how I feel about my childhood? So I was doing a lot of that kind of work. Yeah. Like, how did my relationship with my brothers create Affect you, yeah. And how can I, like, bring that up with them to tell them, like, hey, this is how I saw it. Like, can you set me straight or what was your view? Yeah. Um, so I was doing all of that work to meet these guys that kind of set me way back. And I'm just like, dude, I worked too fucking hard yeah. for this. And now, like, I'm getting set back. And I just talked to a coworker about this. And he said, wait, I was talking to him about my situation right now. Yeah. And he's like, didn't you say you're going to be single for a year? And I'm like, well, I am. And he was like, no, <laughs> you're not. You're being involved with another guy. There are feelings there. Yeah. You're going back on your word. And he was like, what you need to do is stick with straight friends. Like, go make straight friends. Stick at straight bars. Avoid the gay scene <laughs> in general. Like, don't go on dating apps. Don't talk to nobody. And he was like, just do you and, like, make new friends. But, like, mm. stay away from that. And he was like, that's what you need. You need to be on your own and just mm. do you. And he's like, because you're so used to, you know... Having someone around. Yeah, like giving your love to somebody yeah. and getting love back. He was like, you need to give that love to yourself. Mm. And I'm like, bitch, like, you're so right. <laughs> you're but right, like, but like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I don't like loving myself, no. But like, I don't know. I had an episode about self-love or self-worth and how like that scene and... I mean, boundaries are a part of self-love and self-care. And it's just like, if you can't even set that straight, like, you're just not ready for something. Yeah. As much as we think we are, like, if you can't set clear boundaries for yourself, let alone a relationship, like, you're just not ready yet. And so now that I'm in this position, I'm just like, fuck, I really am not ready for something. Yeah. Because here I am romanticizing things that if I were to explain to this person the the future that I'm projecting in my mind, they probably run for the hills. You yeah. Know what I mean? And I'm just like, that's how I know it's not real. Like, it's me mm. wishing for something. And that's really eye-opening. Because, <sighs> like, it's, some, it's like one of those things you know, but that you... Choose to ignore. Yeah. So, like, I've always known that, like, if you're going to go into a relationship that you need to be already be the best like you that you can be mm-hmm. because once you enter a relationship your focus goes to the other person so y'all both already need to like one match each other at where you are like as far as like self-growth and like all that work goes yeah because if not like you're gonna be trying to like heal each other you're gonna try to catch them up yeah to catch them up where you are so exactly so i've always known that but i don't think i've always like actively thought about that because um finding myself in these situationships i feel like as far as like self-work has gone that i've done a lot of work on myself and i think i've been far more advanced than like any of the guys that i've like talked to 
as and that's why they were situationships because i i know that a lot of like men they don't want to do that introspective get into yeah and and when you meet somebody they kind of are your mirror like you kind of start to realize all the places in you that like you need yeah you you need need to work on or like improve in and in particular the last um guy that i was talking to like i do remember him telling me that like because we had talked and then he literally like ghosted me yeah he ghosted me and then he popped back up like a month later, like a month and a half later, and he apologized. And he was telling me how um, he like just realized that he still like he didn't feel good enough for me. Like he needed to work on himself a little bit more, which I understood because he had like just got out of that relationship and was like working past all of that stuff. He and I'm like, ready, so. yeah, he just wasn't ready. And I'm like, well, you could have just said you weren't ready. Instead of ignoring. Instead of like disappearing and then popping back up to this hurt me even more. Like that's ghosting is a whole other like. I don't even understand it. I really don't. <laughs> I think it comes from a place of cowardice. Yeah. Because you're scared. Either like you're scared, or I mean, you just simply don't know how to articulate. Don't know like, how to what? say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know what you're going through because you don't understand it. Yeah. So maybe not always a place of cowardice, but like a, a place of like, I wish I could tell you why I have to make this But choice, I don't even know. But I don't even understand it yeah. myself. That's me a lot of times, but I don't think I've ever resorted Ghost to ghosting someone. someone. I literally just say, I'm feeling, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but like, so I can't tell you. So I just need to like figure that out. Like, cause a lot of times that is how I feel. Like I'm just like feeling stuff and I'm like, what do I even feel? Like there's so much happening right now. So I have to take time to like understand. I'm Aquarius. Oh, I'm surrounded by you people. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. We ain't shit. No, (laughs) (laughs) No, my brother's an Aquarius and he's, he's the same way. Like he just really has a tough time with like, He's just a very a very emotional person. Yeah. And when he, vo- like verbalizes it, it organizes it for him. And yeah. He understands it. I it takes. I have to. Out. Yeah, I have to talk about it. Whether it's like me, talk, I talk a lot in my car. People probably think I'm fucking. No, people probably don't even know because they probably think I'm talking on the phone in my car. But <laughs> in my car, this is like confession time. I talk to myself like about situations. That's like so I'm talking to someone right now, and I just I just talk it out to myself in the car. So I make sure I'm like. I don't know. You're hearing yourself. Yeah, I'm like, and I. It helps. It just helps me like understand what I'm feeling and how I feel, and then it helps me to articulate it too. Because sometimes, like, I know what I'm feeling. I know how I feel, but I can't like put it into words exactly. So when I can like just like talk like and just ramble, then I'm like, okay, I feel better. Like, Mm -hmm. I know how I feel, and like I can like say how I feel. I'll never forget this post. It was like, at the end of the day, as human beings, our greatest desire is the need to be understood. Mm-hmm. That's all we want at the end of the day, which is why social media yeah. is such a thing, because we want to post our feelings and what we're doing and like how we 
our situations yeah. so that way we can feel people like, can hey, respond to it and I'm not alone yeah like, they're also going through this like how are they coping what are they doing so that way I can also try that and, and get to a better place mm-hmm. so at the end of the day we all want to be understood so it, it makes sense that when we want to verbalize how we're feeling it's really just so that way we can understand ourselves and yeah. for like people like you who don't feel like it's anybody else's business but your own you say it to yourself because it's like, it's it's one thing to be running through all that shit in your head, but the minute once it's out into the world, like yeah. whether that's verbalizing it or writing it down, and I have a whole episode on like why I journal. I yeah, um, that helps a lot too. It helps a lot. I honestly need to get back it. to it because yeah. And then and I'm just like, wait, hold up. Justin, it helps to organize. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I was not in the best headspace at that time mm-hmm. when I was writing that. So I'm glad. Or you glad. can read it back and you're just kind of like. Wait. Yeah. I feel like you can dissect it a little more whenever you read it. You're like, mm? the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like making calculations in my head. I'm like, what? Girl, no. <laughs> Calm down. Exactly. <laughs> like, you can. And I think, um, have you ever, like, heard about, like, connecting with your higher self? Mm hmm. Okay. That's something that I'm really trying to work on right now. And, um, I think when you journal, that's the best, one of the best ways to do that because you're legit. That what you it's just like you're critiquing your yourself self. yeah like it doesn't matter if it was like five minutes ago that's still the past to you yeah so now you're in this position where it's just like okay my past self just wrote all this shit down now i'm gonna <laughs> critique it and now i'm gonna give myself the advice that only i could give me because exactly. i'm the only one who understands what i'm going yeah through. exactly so that's i i try to like <laughs> explain the benefits of journaling to people but it's it's a really really hard thing to a lot do. of people don't want to dedicate themselves to that either like time consuming it is time consuming that. and i get that and like people also just don't want to write like i, I feel I, like I, a lot of people would rather like just call a friend and like see but that's the thing spill it all it's hard it's hard to do that because even with my best friend my closest friend in the world I can vent to her, and I know, like, she's kind of like, bitch, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Like, I've never been through this shit. Yeah. So it's just like, when I am verbalizing it to her, I'll say this, like, yeah, I can kind of understand the situation a little bit better, and then I'm kind of like, hold up, wait, Uh what did I just say? And then, okay, yes, it's helpful in that sense, but I feel like nobody understands, see, the reason why I don't really care to vent to people is because then I get a perspective that's going to throw off. Yeah. Like the path that I'm on, right? So, like, we Same. are the only ones who understand our own path. Yeah. Right? So, it's like, the minute we get that outside influence, it kind of screws up, like, the yeah. energy, like, the vibe that's dealing with Exactly. I'm like... now you're getting that in- outside energy involved yeah. with it. And so, it's just like... I had to tell Leah, the, the best friend that I'm talking about, I was like, your goals, keep to yourself. <laughs> and I was like, unless, like, you really, really trust the person that you're telling your goals to like it's best to keep your goals to yourself because the last thing you need is for somebody to be like oh you want to be a dermatologist <sighs> that's hard that exactly takes a lot of school like good luck with that now she's sitting back like damn they want to plant the I don't know if I want sometimes to do this. it's not even intentionally but people no. just like plant because it's their perspective on that and so they will like yeah they'll plant those little seeds on on accident and then you're like you know what? It is a lot of schooling. Now you're doubting. It's going to take a lot of time. How old am I going to be when I finish? 
I do want a family. Like, yeah. like you just are like factoring all this other stuff, and it's like that wasn't even your own. I don't think I want to go to school anymore. Then for that, I'm gonna change it to this, and that's like that's so hurtful. Like, I'm a creative, so like that's like how I am with my work. I'm like super guarded. Like when I'm writing or. Um, like if I'm like choreograph like choreographing a piece, mm-hmm. um, I don't necessarily always want to share it because I know everyone's gonna have like their own thoughts on it. Or let's change this or what's that part mean? You know? And like I'm already very like it's critical personal. of myself whenever I'm like creating. So I think like I know like for everybody that's a big thing, but like for creatives, especially like even you, you're creative. For creatives, it's just like you can't like allow other people's perspective. Like you can't ask everyone's opinion, you know, and sometimes we want to. We want to get like that, like collective criticism, like tell me good things, though. (laughs) But but like everyone's opinion is not always you know needed this podcast is like one of the biggest things that i struggle with because i have been working on this since december of 2018 yeah and i didn't really launch it until october september of 2019 Mm -hmm. so i went a very very long time that's how i was with like my youtube i then i did it and then i stopped because i really was like letting people get into my head i was like this is a lot and, like, for, for the podcast, like, nobody really... I said that I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and I left it at that. I didn't tell people what it was going to be about. Yeah. What the format was going to be. Um, what my goal for it was going to be. Because it's an ever-evolving thing. Like, at first yeah. it was just for fun and to talk shit. And now <laughs> it's just, like, it's a really about self-development. Yeah. And, like, getting people to really think introspectively um, and have fun doing it. Like, yeah. my goal for this was, like, hey... Listen to this on a Thursday night or a Friday night. That way, <laughs> on the weekend, you can meet up with your friends and you can have a legit discussion about this. Yeah. While you're pre gaming for your night out, you can make yourself a cute little drink and have this talk um, at the apartment or the house before you actually go out for the night. Yeah. That's my ideal. That's like, really cool. That's what I envision my listeners doing. Like, you know, okay, let's make this drink and let, let me get my group of friends together and let's talk about like situationships you know how are we doing in our lives or let's talk about our resolutions or boundaries or self-worth and these are all topics that and i just oh i had somebody message me on uh, instagram and (laughs) you know who you are but um (laughs) such a good message he was saying i appreciate what you talk about because not a lot of people and my group of friends talk about these kinds Mm. of things because they're very like deep and kind of introspective yeah nobody really a lot of people want to be like just surface level yeah, exactly. I want to go too deep. Yeah, and so he's like, I really appreciate that you do this. And for me, like, this is really making me vulnerable. Yeah, like, you have to open up and talk there. about your own experiences. And, like, exactly. And, and so it's just like, why? Everything that I prepare for for an episode is on the DL. Like, nobody <laughs> really knows. And, like, I'll tell maybe, like, two, three people, like, hey, this is the topic. Is there anything that you'd like to add to this? Or I'm about to choose a drink. Here's three. Which one do you think I should go with? Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't talk about, like, much more. Because, like I said, like, this is my energy. This yeah. is my work. This is my creation. Like, this is what I feel called to do. Yeah. So why am I going to let some outside third party impact that? Because I did. I really did. Like, this, this guy who was a big mentor for me on this, who actually... I'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> he, he was giving me pointers and i really had to take a step back and i'm like wait 
you're thinking about this from a YouTube point of view. Yeah. But this is a podcast. It's very this different. It's different. And I'm like, yes, sometimes podcasts can translate to YouTube, but for now, it's just, it's a, just podcast. a podcast. And I'm like, they're two different like entities, and I'm just like, they're they're very different. And when I was getting his insight, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm switching shit. This is your view now. This is your vision. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what you think I want. And I'm like, but only I know what I want. Yeah. So I'm taking your ideas. I'm like filtering them into like what works best for me. Mm-hmm. But that was hard. Like, yeah. That was a really hard thing to do. So like the episode that I did with Aaliyah, I was like, you got to keep some things to yourself. I mean, some things you got to just do on your own. You got to put in that work on your own. And then the end product you can share with the world. Yeah. You know? Like these are the trials and and battles that I had to deal with, but now here's the end product. Yeah. And it took this sweat, blood, and tears, um, <laughs> which one day, like, I see myself doing, like, episode 40 and talking about, like, everything I learned to get to that point. Because every That's time cool. I do this, it's a learning experience every single time. But I always have fun doing it. But I think, like, I think when it comes to situationships, it's hard because you want that outside perspective. Yeah. You want somebody to tell you like, bitch, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. But either. you also don't want to listen to that either. Yeah. And yeah. like my friends have a tendency to be like, bitch, you know, you popping like, you know, your worth, like you're amazing and you can't set, don't settle. Like they'll say like all the cliches to me and I'm like, you know what? I get, you're right. But like, I also feel this, like, I'm like, you don't understand how I feel like about this person and how I feel about this inside, like inside of my heart. So like, it's easy to be like, just stop talking to him. Like move on. I'm like, you are from the out, like you're looking from the outside and like, they all have like my best interest at heart. But I'm like, sometimes I'm like, their advice is just not it. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> you know what I can't stand when somebody tries to relate it to their own experiences. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I just need you to listen. Just listen. Like, I don't need just you to listen. tell me, like, well, you know, I haven't really been through something like that, so I don't really know what to tell you. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me anything. And I'm not asking you if you've been through this. Just sit here and <laughs> just listen to what just I'm saying. Just tell me, like, am I crazy or not? No, I'm just <laughs> like, shit, no. I already know. Yes, bitch, I know I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> It's, it's crazy to see because do you know at the end of the day like what you should do in these situationships? Like, Most of know, the time I know. Yeah. It's just like, My so instinct is like, that. girl, do this. And I'm like... But I don't want to. Why would I, why would I do see, that? That's, that's the, that the, the mind. Why would I do that? Out. I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not sorry. That's I will just so endure more pain. Yeah. <sighs> And, and that's I think I'm a lot so of times I put myself of. through more than I should have went through mm-hmm. just because I didn't want to like take heed to the red flags. Well, you're an Aquarius. You don't like to give up easy. No. Yeah. I'm like, oh, a challenge. Great. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's, it's such a trip because I, I definitely do know like what the correct answer is for my own boundaries and yeah. for my own worth, for my own mental health. Yet, I made this promise, like, wear your heart on your sleeve. Like, follow what your heart says, right? And mm. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here 25 years old. I'm like, when do I stop this shit? Like, when do I stop <laughs> listening to what my heart wants? Because it is painful. Like, you yeah. put yourself out there. You give it's... your heart to somebody. And then they're just like, you know what? I don't want this. And they yeah. get it right back. And you're just kind of like, 
Damn, I they're like, I changed my mind. Bit. Actually, I don't want your heart anymore. Yeah, like this was cute for a little bit, but it's kind of sticky and shit. <laughs> just like, damn, like it's it's hard, it's hard to follow your heart and then also not be misguided. Yeah. By your mind, because yeah. you could also set up. You can set up so many guards, and that will definitely hinder you. Well, it's like you said, like coming from a place of fear. Yeah, you don't want to like definitely learn that from like the last situationship I was in. Like, I learned that my fear definitely like had taken a toll on the relationship and like the progress that it was making. That's not again why it ended, but it, it was a factor to like. Why it never like flourish. went where I wanted it to go, as much as I wanted it to like flourish and be a real relationship, I was just so fearful, and I had so many guards, and like that definitely took took toll on it on the well, situation. But and then you're able to take a step back and realize like, well, shit, I'm just not ready. Yeah. Like, now I know. Like now I know. This is this is why I'm not ready. It's yeah. Because I'm coming from a place of fear. Yeah. Now I know. Like, there's and there's always like a healthy balance of like fear in a sense of like. Yeah. Like you know, I definitely feel like you should have some type of guards. Yeah. They're not necessarily guards. They're like they're just boundaries you should have. You should have in place and um, expectations that you should have too. And I, I think it's important to say like guards are different. Than boundaries because yeah for sure boundaries are those are because you, you care about the person and you you want it to flourish so you're gonna set it's what you need yeah like hey you know what I can't talk on a daily basis because you know I need a little bit of time to unwind myself and, yeah you know if I give that time to you like I can tell you in it's the gonna long take run, from I'm gonna be yeah more upset I'm gonna be depleted like, yeah yeah exactly or yeah. like you know I can't be always at your place because you know I got a dog back at home and I gotta take care of my take dog. care of my dog yeah like those are those are I need those are like like coming from a place of legit non-negotiables like mm-hmm. this is what I definitely need so but guards to me guards. Are like, you know, my past fucked me up in this way, and I'm not gonna ever let this person come at me like that. And then this person comes at you, and you're just like, wait, you're misinterpreting. Like that's yeah. not how I meant. And you're just like, no, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but like no, you're guards. Just yeah, you're just very guarded. You're gonna, like close yourself off, close off your heart, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it's almost the opposite. I feel of like boundaries. So I think this one thing that I've noticed a lot. So, and I brought this up in another episode. So, like, I think it's really interesting when people are dating, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, you post a lot of pictures of your body on social media. And it's just kind of like, so what's the issue? Like, <laughs> okay, so yes, I post a lot of pictures of my body, so what's the issue? Yeah. And it's almost like, they're just insecure. Really, that's what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. But... They're coming from a place of being guarded in the sense of like, well, my ex did that and then they were cheating. And it's just like, okay, so why not judging? Your ex? Yeah, you're judging someone based off of your ex. past with someone else. Yeah, and, and then like you're judging two me. different people. You don't even know me. Like maybe I used to be like super, yeah, super insecure yourself about your own body. Yeah. Or maybe I was overweight and now I'm in a place where I'm confident and now I want to post that or like maybe you know this is just for me like 
I was, and I think I've said this before, like, when I put something on social media, it's kind of like, it's a big deal for me. Like, <laughs> to me, it's, it's, it's a reminder to myself, um, but it's also like, uh, not a grounding, but more of like a, hey, th- you're going to stick to this now. Like, this is a milestone, you mm-hmm. know? Not Twitter, because I say all kinds of bullshit on there, but like, <laughs> Instagram and like, I don't, I don't post a picture for just no reason. Yeah. Like, there's always a purpose behind I it. I love that, because I just post pictures. <laughs> I'm all, here's another one, host. <laughs> another <laughs> one for the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, everything. Your favorite do, melanin queen. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> like, I, everything is very intentional for me. And it's just like... But that's because I'm on... I analyze the fuck out of it. <laughs> but, like... I stand. <laughs> I definitely, I don't know, I, I am very intentional with everything that I do and say, um, because once it's out there, it's out there, you can't take that shit back. True. And I mean, the yeah, I don't post on social media, but, and yes, you can delete it, but like, you don't know who saw that. Exactly. You don't know who took a screenshot of that. You exactly. Know I mean? like, no, yeah, yeah. I am like intentional when it comes to, um, I guess I am intentional when it comes to posting pictures. I've never posted anything that's, like, a little too frisky or, like, you know. Like, anything I know that someone could, like, use against me, I'm like, eh, probably not. (laughs) Dealing with situationships is just a mess. It is. I think my biggest piece of advice would be to just be direct with what you want and what you're looking for and ask them questions, like, um, the guy that I'm involved with now, I like asked him, I was like, I'm not even like, I'm not going to be like, I can't be afraid. Like I was very nervous because I was like, well, what if he like says something I don't oh, want him to is. say? Yeah. Like, oh, I was like, he's going to ruin this for me. <laughs> like, he's going to ruin this for me. Like, I actually like you and you're going to ruin it. But I just asked him, I was like, um, well, this is random, but <laughs> um, what exactly are you looking for? Like, I just asked him, what are you looking for? Because um, if a guy is going to waste your time or a girl is going to waste your time, we're going to be like, um, I'm just seeing where it goes mm. or um, just going with the flow right now. Like, I'm just, you know, they're never going to give you like something that's super direct. Mm-hmm. This guy they're I'm talking to. Yeah, they're going to go around the question in a roundabout way. This guy I'm talking to, he gave me a direct answer. He didn't say, I'm looking for a relationship. But he said that he's looking for um, something long-term, someone he can build with. Mm -hmm. And he said, like, he sent me, like, a whole paragraph. And I was like, this is what, this is the energy I like. Just turned on. Yeah, this is the energy I like. And, like, even, and he didn't tell me he wanted he was looking for a relationship but like i said he said he was like um that he wants to build with somebody and grow with them and then he like pointed out traits he saw in me that he's he's like looking for in someone and i was like wow i never knew it was that easy Mm -hmm. like i've asked i've asked people before it should be but not everyone is like at that level yeah there so like that's a good question to ask people if you're like 
wanting to like weed out, yeah, weed out a situationship or having your time wasted because people who are going to waste your time are never going to be direct direct with you. They're always going to go around the, like a roundabout way. They're going to talk to you like a politician. Like you're spitting truth. (laughs) They're never going to like just answer the question. Like, I don't know if y'all watch debates or not, but like they never answer the question. They just like go around the question and then they go into a whole different subject and you're like, how did we get here? I'm confused. I'm so, so did confused. You, did you not <laughs> yeah. <answer my> question? <laughs> yeah. And I've had that happen to me and then I'm like, he didn't really answer it, but I'm just gonna move on. And then I'm like left dissatisfied. And that can lead into gaslighting. Exactly. Exactly. Because like that's a, a sign of a bigger thing. Like what it if, is what if I was confronting you with my feelings about a situation and you went all around and you moved all around it yeah and then said like how your feelings were hurt and meanwhile my feelings never got addressed exactly and now i feel like the bitch like yeah like no that that could be a sign of something greater but that's me overthinking so (laughs) and we all know that overthinking (laughs) it definitely could move there but i don't know i just feel like that's like the biggest piece of advice that i could give to avoid having your time wasted or being in a situationship is just like one to know exactly what you're looking for and two to make sure you get di- you're direct with the other person and make sure that they are direct Back. with you yeah and like in respondence to what you ask them like because i don't i don't want to waste any more t- of my time like Time is precious. Having your time invested into somebody. And when I invest time, I invest everything else. Like, I don't just, like, spend time with somebody. I invest my money. I invest my emotions. Like, I just, I'm, like, all in. So, like. Your effort. Yeah. That's just, like, how I'm built. I don't know. It kind of sucks. I'm, like. So can I have my money back from all the all stuff oh, I got? Yes, <laughs> no, I think, I think um, as we're getting into like the refill section here, and like where we kind of wrap up and give our final thoughts, I think that's that's like a perfect perfect way to segue into it, like giving it that advice. And I think for me, it it goes right into what I'm working through. Like, you can be direct, and if the person you're involved with is taking what you're communicating with them and choosing to ignore it to ignore uh. or choosing to like see through it like okay because they know feelings are there yeah and if they choose to manipulate your feelings because they know that your feelings are there and yet they still disregard the fact that you've been direct and to me being direct being direct is setting boundaries like you're Mm -hmm. telling them this is what i want and the minute that they say, well, I don't want the same thing, yet they still play on your emotions. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. That is fucked up. And then that leads into a situation shit because now you're kind of sitting there like, well, you know, they, they kind of feed into my emotions, but I've already told them what I wanted and they don't want the same, yet they're still here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really just, a, it just turns into confusion. Yeah. And anything that's going to be promising and good and healthy is never going to, you're never going to be sitting there confused yeah. on what's going on. Like, Ooh, you're never going to have to ask, what are we or what are we doing? Or like, what, what's like, what is this? How is this? Like, you shouldn't. That shouldn't be a question. I feel like if I'm going to be trying to pursue something with someone or if I vice versa, they're trying to pursue something with me. I don't ever want to be like having to ask these questions. 
Like, I should just know. It should come through your actions. And not only your actions, but your words, too. Yeah. Like... That's where, like, trust and faith are built. Yeah. Then you can know, I trust that this is what you want. And I have faith that this is what you want by your actions, Mm -hmm. by your words, and by your effort. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't question you. That's why I'm not confused. Yeah. But if if those things aren't aligned and you are confused, to your point, like... Bam, you just landed yourself in a situation ship. Yeah. And it's time to start moving. Like, as hard as it may be, would you rather deal with the hard thing now or waste a year or And or be longer? even 10 times worse, I guarantee you. Even harder than yeah. at that point. You're really going to be... And it's, it's just like Mike told me, like, I may not be putting myself through physical abuse... But I am putting myself through emotional abuse by putting myself through this situation, mm-hmm. knowing damn well, I don't need to be here. I deserve more. Like, yeah. I am worth more. But yet, I'm still putting myself through this. Like, that's going to lead into so many other s- situations down the line Yeah. that I'm going to have to work through again. So, even though I said, like, I want to be single for a year, this is a setback because now I'm healing from my past relationship. And, and what I just went through now. Yeah. So it's just like, if you think about it from that standpoint, now what did you just block? Because you're having <laughs> to heal. Yeah. You know? And I just feel like the longer that you kind of like indulge and like delve yourself into like these situationships. Where you're fantasizing. Yeah. And the word, like be. the longer you're like stopping yourself from having your actual soulmate in your life. And, like, actually, you're, like, blocking, in a sense, blocking yourself from, like, finding exactly what you want and what you need. Because you're not ready and because you're kind of, like, distracted by, you know, whatever's there at the moment. Mm -hmm. I think when you can truly stand on your own two feet, when you truly have that self-love and you're comfortable in your own skin and you know you have yourself... That's when you can truly be ready for the next thing, mm-hmm. um, for what what's meant to be for you, whether yeah. that's with somebody or not. Like, that's when you truly know. Like, all right, I don't need to rely on somebody. Now I'm in a position where I'm just building myself, and now I would I want to help support someone else, build them as build themselves up as well. Yeah. And I think like, it's like you said, it's important to find somebody that you're not kind of stepping backward or going backward yeah. on um but, as, as hard as that is because anybody could go backward you know you're in exactly. a relationship for years and then suddenly one person they loses change. their job and yeah. you know loses everything and now you're kind of stepping backward but to me that's not necessarily stepping back no that's like yeah that's different it's a setback it's a setback but it's not like you're undoing the work that you've the done stuff that, internally yeah in, introspectively so i think that's a better way to think about it. Yeah. You know. I know, like, everyone's probably not religious, but there is a scripture in the Bible that talks about being equally yoked. And so I think that's another thing when, like, considering a partner is making sure y'all are in the same place. Like, it doesn't have to be, well, I was going to say it doesn't have to be financially, but, you know, you don't want him to be just, like, struggling. <laughs> you don't want to be supporting yeah. both of y'all. No, that's like, that's going to cause too much strain. And whether you... People don't talk about it enough, I feel, but, like, 
Financial, financial is important. It's so important for a relationship. It's so important. It's going to cause so much strain if y'all are not both stable. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you want to be like relatively on the same level in every area of your life. Like that includes like your emotional stability, mm-hmm. like your financial stability, like even physically, like you don't want to be with someone who like doesn't care about their health because in the long run, their health, like that's going to concern you too and if they're healthy or if you're healthy those things so yeah. i just no, be i definitely equal. agree because even though even if you're not like aligned in those areas it's still important to have some sense of stability in those areas you yeah know i mean like we may yeah, not have to be like even, exactly the same but like you know around the same level at least have some sense of like physical health spiritual health yeah emotional health like financial stability um, however that may look like for you. For you, yeah. But as long as it's there, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> shit, like, you're not about to max out your credit card just because you yeah. increased your limit. Don't like, be trying to um, be with somebody who's homeless. <laughs> we don't We don't want to do that. Oh, no, we don't want that. <laughs> Unless they're, like, applying for jobs, and I don't even know about that. I'm all even then. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being in on this, Janice. I'm so I'm glad so you invited you. me. I'm this so glad. This drink was such a good choice. Yes. I'm so I was supposed to go to the gym I, know. I like this. I like calm down. I was like, I'm a calm down. I added more <laughs> pineapple juice because I was like, you're feeling good. Girl. <laughs> I know. Shit. I'm like, this was easy to make. And it's, it wasn't that expensive. It's either. because all three of those are liquor. Like, I mean, Blue Crock, that one is like not it hard, not funny, but, but yeah. it has a little bit. Yeah. It's but, a lot of liqueur. Yes. But girl. 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 <laughs> that shit was good. You want to get there. Uh, well. It's like two of them. If our listeners, if our boozers want to find you, you're more than welcome to share your social media. Oh, like. lovely. Um, If y'all want to find me, my... Social media is at Nisi Lachey. So that's at N-E-I-C-Y-L-A-S-H-A-E. And that's like on all of my social medias. You could type in Janicia's World and you could probably find me that way too. <laughs> is that your last name, World? No. Oh. Like, you know, like Elmo's World. Oh, World. I was like, I thought <laughs> you said world, world. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> well... Um, Thank you so much again. And guys, as always, you can connect with me on Facebook under the show Booze E Bancer, Twitter at Booze E Bancer25, Instagram Booze E Bancer, and email um, if you'd like to send in your thoughts. Um, still feel free on the episode from January. If you still feel like you want to share your New Year's resolutions, feel free to send it anonymously. Let me know you want it to be anonymous in an email. Uh, you could also DM me on instagram um but the email is booze b-o-o-z-e y banter two five at gmail.com thank you again janice it was so much fun having you we should <laughs> thank do this you again. yes we should i <laughs> love we'll, this we'll have to do the adios motherfucker next time yes <laughs> yes 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 oh well <laughs> cheers guys again thank you so much for listening love and good vibes <laughs>